Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. This has kind of become a tradition that I don't do every year. So is it really a tradition? Probably not. But I've done this once before where at the end of the year, I like to talk about not the goals that I reached because everyone talks about that. I'm sure when you go on social media, you're going to see a million people talking about all their their goals, their 2021 goals that they accomplished. And look at this. And here's my next set of goals. Like, that's all great. I'm happy for those people. But I often have a very long list of failed goals. And I thought this is a bad thing that I thought of this person when I said I would like to talk about this. <laughs> but I asked <laughs> Berna Annette, financial hype woman, yes. hypest podcast host out there future author to come join me here to talk about some failed goals. So Berna, how's it going? Oh, I feel like I am at my church. I found my people. (laughs) Not only is it financial, not only is it hypey, not only is it Chris Browning, the actual goat, but we are now (laughs) like, we don't have to pretend that we're, we've come here to talk about our accomplishments and how well we're doing and how humble we are about our accomplishments. No, we get to talk about the real things in life, which is the constant for me, it was, it's not even so much like a, uh, oh, that was a big goal and I failed at that. For my, mine is more of like a consistent, always kind of gently tapping you on the head type of failure. We'll get into it, but I'm extremely happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I wanted to open this up with a quick one here, a quick failed goal, because this is something every year I tell myself, Chris, you're going to get that food budget under control. Mm-hmm. You're going to spend less on eating out. You're going to buy vegetables and you're <laughs> going to put them in your refrigerator and then on the stove and you're going to eat them like in that order. And they're not going to die. And it fails every time. <laughs> and yeah, I've looked every month. I think almost every month I have blown past my food budget. Mm-hmm. And not even by a little, by a, an embarrassing amount have I blown past my, my food budget. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. That's that's my that's my kryptonite. That's what gets me every time is just eating out, especially I think with the pandemic, with mm. the you know, let me, let me, I'm, I'm supporting my local economy, Berna. I am. You are a patron. Personally keeping all these restaurants alive. <laughs> you're a hero is what we're really talking about. You're, you're doing heroic things that should be deductible as a charity, but we're working on that. We'll talk to the IRS about that later, but I tell myself I'm going to do so much better at this, but I just, I just can't help myself. And I mean, it does take away from other areas, but I kind of rebalance it. I was like, all right, well, you know what? I'm not buying <laughs> that that thing I've been eyeing on Amazon. You right. know, that's going to get passed up because I got to eat another burrito from this place yeah. down the street. <laughs> I have to. The vegetables and the actual meat and the ingredients for the burrito are yelling at me from my fridge, but it's <laughs> not the same. I mean, that is – talk about consistent failures. That is a consistent failure for me <laughs> as well. Like the fact that I even have a food budget and an eating out budget – and like it hasn't really moved, even in like the beginning of the pandemic, I was like, it's time to open it up because we are conscious because, you know, we're only going to be here for a few months. False. Now it's <laughs> I haven't even expanded it. And every month it's like, a, oh, look at that. It's like part of the routine. It's part of the budgeting routine. It's not, did you meet the budget? It's how much did we ruin it by this month? And <laughs> what are you going to tell yourself to convince yourself to not actually just change the budget or change yeah. your eating habits or your spending habits. It's it's the same kryptonite for me too. And I just chalk it up to, well, it's a pandemic. Like, can I can a girl have something? Can I support my local businesses? Like I just this is me making excuses um and hoping to comfort the both of us in this failure. So I hope it worked. I appreciate your comfort and your words. Thank you. I yes. do feel better. <laughs> Good. I'm a hype woman. I'm I'm gonna hype up your accomplishments and here's the toxic part. I'm also gonna hype up your failures. So you know. <laughs> 
take it all with a grain. Of, I didn't tell you. I didn't say that I was the world's most responsible hype woman. And in my perspective, Chris, you always deserve the burrito. To me, well, thank you. you deserve the burrito. I appreciate that. Thank you. But, you know, I'm going to take the burrito. I'm going to pass it over to you. And let you take them here, and you can give us our your your failed goal here. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I, like I'm cradling as I'm cradling your burrito, your past burrito talking stick. <laughs> I'm gonna cradle my own ego in uh, my own failed goal. For me, it's yeah, so I've been writing this book, like you mentioned before. I'm I'm working on a book that's not coming out not coming out till spring 2023 or winter 2023, so the very beginning. But I've been writing it for over a year now. I just like three days ago gave in the last of my manuscript, at least for this like draft round. But one consistent failure that has haunted me the entire over a year that I've been writing this book is my inability to set a realistic writing deadline for myself. I am Mm. constantly setting the deadline that I think my editor wants to hear or I think my copy editor or the design team wants to hear. So completely irrespective of my own life, the way that my Google calendar is screaming at me in the face, irrespective of how I actually feel inside, I'm like, no, I just assume like, oh, you need that chapter in a week. Um, Yeah, I can totally do that if I don't sleep and I don't eat and I skip all the rest of my responsibilities. <laughs> like that's the way my brain goes. So many writing deadlines along the way, I've had to like send the sad pathetic email to my editor being like, it's not going to, you know, and then at this point, she's like, I know, I know. We scooted the deadlines over here a little bit because (laughs) you are terrible at this. It's a constant failure. And also I've had to very much examine myself and be like, why do you think that your life is going to run at 100% efficiency when you have a deadline? Not a single week of your life has run at a, a, not a single day (laughs) of your life has run at 100% efficiency. Why don't you make room for that. And so one good thing, one happy thing to come out of this consistent failure is my wonderful business coach, Kristen, has always taught me to add gratuity onto these things. Okay. Like, great. They, they tell you, when are you going to get that chapter back? And you say, oh, I think I can do it in three weeks. She's like, "Uh -uh." add 20% gratuity to that. What's 20% gratuity of three weeks? Let's say five weeks. Boom. That's how you do it. And then I'm like, so much room. Turns out I needed that entire five weeks. So (laughs) I've learned to add time gratuity onto all these things so that I fail a little less. See, I feel you 100% on that because Mm. I'm sure if you would ask my boss right now, she would say, you know who's bad at setting goals and time frames for things? Chris. (laughs) I constantly underestimate how long I think it's going to take me to get something done. I think it's that that feeling of, oh, I I don't want to look bad by saying it takes more time, even though it really does take more time. So I set these unrealistic expectations. uh, And I'm also failing at that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I failed at that Mm -hmm. all of this year. Yes, it's exactly that. It's not wanting to disappoint people. It's wanting to make people think that like you're a bad bee and like you actually could pull it out of your butt every time. Like for me also, it's it's this sick cycle of like there have been a few times where I was able to pull things out of my butt and meet that should have been unrealistic mm. deadline. Did I come out of that deadline in one piece? Absolutely not. Completely raggedy, haggard, <laughs> just have lost it, but I'm like happy because I made it. And then in my brain, my brain's like, great. Well, we can do that all the time. Great. <laughs> you just explained my entire time in college. That's exactly how it went. I want to throw one more fail on here because I could, I could not ignore this one. Please. Because my closet has not ignored it. And it's the fact that I said I was going to exercise this year <laughs> and I have not done any of that. I've not done <laughs> anything closet. that even resembles exercise. Oh, no. 
And, you know, I'm, I'm one of those people, my weight goes up and down all the time, constantly. Mm-hmm. I'm up, mm-hmm. down. I'm the biggest I've ever been. I'm the skinniest I've ever been. It's all over the place. <laughs> and I actually have this part of my closet that's like, you know, those those aspirational clothes that they had fit oh. at one point in my life. Oh, my but they God. Kind of just, in the dark corner of the closet where I'm like, <laughs> I just act like they're not there, but I know they're there. So one day I may be able to dust them off and move them to the regular part of the closet. They're just, if you're really quiet in your room, you can hear them screaming <laughs> quietly. Please, Chris, one day you promised. Oh my God, that's oh. so true. I feel it so hard. It's like when like Marie Kondo became a thing and everyone was like, <laughs> you need to go through your clothes and figure out what's giving you joy right now. Not before, not in the future, what's giving you joy now. Okay, I was definitely up in that movement and I still kept the aspirational clothes because I was like, it gives me joy to think <laughs> I might get my ish together one day. And I'm like, no, it's been years still. Like what? And no one should rush you in your timeline to either do the things to make the clothes fit if you wanted to or just let go of the clothes and be like this is my body now this is my body this is now that's where it's at i'm only keeping shirts that i can button all the way down that's, that's there you, there you go. that's another thing is like i've had to throw some clothes out and i had to sort of flip my brain to be like i don't want i don't need this oppressive pant energy in my life okay i don't need <laughs> pants that make me feel bad about the way I can't button things anymore or pull things. I'm like, I don't need your negativity in my closet. I got sweats. Okay. Exactly. Elastic has never let me down. Never. It meets you where you're at. It loves you for you. That's what needs to be in my closet right now. Okay. Again, as a pandemic. Well, Berna, thank you so much again for coming back, joining me for this tradition. Before we get out of here, if people want to catch up with you in the new year as we're blazing into 2022 oh. and they want to connect with you, and it sounds so crazy to say 2022, but mm-hmm. <laughs> they, mm-hmm. they want to connect with you and, and listen to your amazing podcast, follow you on, on social, where should they go? Oh, boy. I mean, it is that's so funny that we just spend an episode talking about the failures because then I always tell people, like, my best stuff is on Instagram. That's my highlight reel. <laughs> but I also try to keep things real. I'm inspired and so honored to be friends with someone like you, Chris, who I'm honored to be on this podcast. If you want to see mm. me struggle my way through the fight between Instagram is beautiful highlight and I'm in my sweats eating a burrito – Find me on Instagram. That's where all my updates will be coming through about the book that I'm working on, about the podcast, Money Please, that we just launched. Um, And it's coming out with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. We'll be yelling about that on my Instagram, at HeyBerna. All right, perfect. I'll put all that in the show notes. And I don't know if it's released yet, but I was a guest on Money Please. So look out for that. It may have already come out. It may be coming up in the future. Whenever Mm -hmm. you listen to this, just go. You know, the best thing to do, go to Money Please, subscribe, Mm -hmm. and then you'll know whether or not that episode came out. Berna, thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming on. And uh, it's great to end the year with you. Yes. Thank you so much. Happy New Year or just survive to the new year and we'll we'll, we'll burrito and sweats into the rest of it. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Exactly. I wish you all burritos and sweats all of 2022. I really hope you all had as much fun listening to this episode as we had recording it. It's always so much fun having Burn on the podcast. So if you want to have more of her in your life, again, make sure you go check out her podcast, Money Please, and go give her a follow on Instagram at HeyBerna. And also a big thank you to all of you for joining me here, not just for this episode, but also for being here all year long. I, I mean, I really am so grateful to all of you for coming back week after week <laughs> to support what I do here on the podcast. I mean, because we've all been through so much over these past 12 months. And so the fact that you continue to listen really does mean so much to me. And, you know, I'm really looking forward to 2022 with hope for a solid year for all of us. I wish all the best for all of you out there listening. 
and hope it's a, a much better year. And, you know, I'm talking like this isn't a weekly show and there's not going to be a new episode coming out next week, which there is. Uh, I just want to take a quick second in this last episode of 2021 to express my appreciation for all of you. So with that, if you want to follow along with what's going on with the podcast, any new things popping up, come join me over on Instagram. Just go to Popcorn Finance Podcast and you'll find me right there. Or if you have a question you want to send in, you can always email me at questions at popcornfinance.com. And lastly, if you want to support the work I'm doing here on the podcast, one great way to do that is by leaving a review. So as always, you can go over to Apple Podcasts and leave Popcorn Finance a five-star review. But a new addition is that Spotify now allows you to leave reviews as well. So if you are a Spotify user and you haven't been able to leave a review for the show, or if you just have Spotify downloaded on your phone, go over, search for Popcorn Finance Podcast and leave a five-star review. I'd really appreciate it. And it's a great way to just help to support the work that I do here on the podcast. So I appreciate all of you who have already left a review and those of you who are thinking about leaving one after hearing this episode. Uh, But as always, I appreciate you joining me here for the last bag of popcorn of the year. I hope you have an amazing last few days of 2021 and I'll talk to you all soon. Your boy keep it poppin' like Mary Poppins.